Hello, welcome to Thomas Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. And today's a very exciting day because we've had the FAQs for Stormcast and Uruk Warclans. When Games Workshop released Battle Tomes for Age of Sigmar, like this, love this book, they normally, after a certain amount of time, produce an FAQ. These can often be found on the Warhammer community site under the FAQ tab, and it also seems, as of today, that they're updating the app, which is really exciting. So, what's in the FAQs? Well, if you're Iron Jaws players, huge news. If you're Stormcast players, sad news. Some pretty big updates to the Stormcast book, or some clarity on some of the rules, are actually going to affect how armies are built. But also armies that aren't even out yet are going to be changed, which is pretty amazing. Probably the biggest takeaway, and the one that's going to cause the most conversation, don't forget to do it in the YouTube comments below, is translocation, which is a prayer you're able to cast. On a three up, you're able to teleport a unit, placing it outside of nine inches of your opponent. However, before this FAQ, you were able to then move them in addition. On the Age of Sigma Stat Center, which we do every Monday, we discussed this week how in an event in London, someone already went 4-1 using this translocation ability and the ability to move after. This has now been FAQ'd, so you can no longer move after you've teleported. This is going to lead to some really interesting conversation for Stormcast players. A lot of Stormcast players, I think, are going to be feel hard done by because they're not able to teleport their units and then move them, which is going to make some of their slower units seem not as good. However, the thing about the Stormcast book is it's got loads of War Scrolls filling almost every battlefield role. You have very smashy, fast units in the upcoming Stormdrake Guard and also in Formulators, which are fantastic. You have great shooting units in Vanguard Raptors with long strike crossbows, which also have been doing really well at events. You've even got the new Knight Judicator. Shooting is something Stormcast do really well. And they've also got great combat units and additionally they've got a teleport so I don't think this is going to be as much of a loss as some people are going to make it out to be however it's always going to feel difficult having your toys taken off you or your trick that you think that you had taken away from you whatever you think I'd like to hear about in the comments one of the other changes is the update to the cycle of the storm which is an ability that you find on some of the war scrolls now this had some janky wording previously making it so that maybe or maybe you couldn't potentially make units immortal it doesn't matter they've faq'd it and they've clarified it which is really important so now it's just going to negate a wound which is cool but not very strong so whatever the next update is to celestial menagerie and this is genuinely maybe the spiciest hottest kind of change that we've seen yet in Age of Sigmar 3. This is a command trait that your general took and previously it made all monsters in your army minus one to wound. It no longer does that. Monster is a keyword that you find at the bottom of a war scroll. Battlefield rolls, which are what you find in the pitched battle summary at the back of a book, are where you feel, find battlefield roles. And behemoth is a battlefield role. And sometimes monsters aren't behemoths and sometimes behemoths aren't monsters. So they don't necessarily relate, although often they do. But it's changed so that only behemoths are going to get minus one to wound from this command trait. This is huge because the biggest conversation I think that was being had around this was the upcoming Stormdrake Guard, which as of yet we haven't seen released. Effectively, what was going to happen is you would take a Knight Draconis, you would take this command trait, and you would make all of your army basically minus one to wound. Now, having done the Age of Sigmar stat center for over three years, we've seen incredibly powerful armies not get nerfed. We've seen units that really did need points adjustments get them or rules changes not get them. And this is one of the most interesting things that I think has happened in Age of Sigmar to date. This is a nerf before the release has ever come out. And I'm really not sure how to take this. There's definitely no data to support this. There's just some sassy uh, Twitter takes, YouTube comments, Reddit threads, a bunch of different stuff. Maybe they didn't foresee the balance, but I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. this somehow didn't come in playtesting. It's not 
like rocket science. This isn't like really smart, well put together techie list like maybe you would find in something like a Slaves to Darkness list. This was very plug and play linear design. Minus one to wound on all the monsters. I'll take an army of monsters. My army's minus one to wound. Seems really simple. I don't know how this didn't come up before. And it's so interesting that they've decided to change it now before even the release of the model. That said, I think Stormdrake Guard are still an incredible unit and you're going to see loads of them when they are finally released. The last two updates are just clarifying that your Lord Aquila can take a mount trait and is also just clarifying how Yinastra's ability works when engaged with monsters. This is really important because it goes into simultaneous effects, which you should definitely go read again in your core rules. Okay, overall opinions on the FAQ for the Stormcast. It feels weirdly like a balance patch. Some of them definitely needing clarifying. Translocation and also Cycle of the Storm were causing some conversations to happen. The update to the dragons is wild. It really is. It's so interesting to see this happen. And I do, I'm so interested in what you guys think about this particular change. Now, just because this is a quick video for YouTube and just to get all of the points out in a more condensed format, you normally can listen to me talk more about this over on Twitch. I already spoke about this for an hour before recording this video and I love you guys coming into the Twitch chat and have your say. On to Iron Jaws. Well, I mean, I should say Uruk Warclans, but truthfully, this is an update for Iron Jaws. So three things have happened in this update. Iron Jaws have got so much better Cruel Boys have got access to the unit that they really wanted, and Bone Splitters have been forgotten about again. It's pretty sad, actually, if I'm honest. Like, it's very sad. We'll start with the Cruel Boys first. Now, the Marsh Crawler Slogoth didn't come with the keyword for Cruel Boys, meaning you weren't actually legally able to put them inside of a Cruel Boys Allegiance army. This has been updated, it was clearly an oversight, and it's excellent. And it works really well because it gives a plus one to hit aura from its drummer to friendly units within 18 inches. So it's going to be taken in Cruel Boys armies to make those gut rippers loads better, but it also probably will find its way into big war armies as well. On to Iron Jaws. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm fresh off the back this weekend of having played an event with Iron Jaws, and I already think that they're very, very, very good. Now, the kind of key point that needed to be discussed with Iron Jaws was the commandability that comes off a mega boss on Moor Crusher or a mega boss on foot or Gordrak, the Fist of Gork. They basically have an ability that allows you to issue three commandabilities, which you normally can't do now in Age of Sigmar 3. So the same commandability three times. You can't often do that. Now previously, because of the way it was worded, it didn't interact well with things like all-out defense and all-out attack. However, they've reworded it so that you're able to do three of those in a phase which is huge but also the way they've worded it is you don't have to do all of those command abilities simultaneously which is quite important for doing things like mighty destroyers allowing you to mighty destroyers two units maybe attempt to teleport and then if you don't do it mighty destroys another unit which is really really key this is a huge huge buff for iron jaws like it's massive being able to all out defense three units is really really big if you take the list i ran at the weekend as an example i ran two units of six gore grunters a rogue idol a more crusher and three battle line units of hard boys with being able to do all out defense three times i could do it on my rogue idol my more crusher and a unit of pigs or a unit of six pigs twice and also my rogue idol and adding plus one to save across that many wounds in an army is phenomenal and the iron jaws have just gone right up I already think that the book came in pretty heavily around the A 
tier. And I think it's just moved around there and is such a strong alpha army and is going to do so much damage. And this has just pushed them higher. In conjunction with the other change that they got, absolutely unnecessary. No one asked for this. And we saw the Gore Grunters get an additional pip of rend of one of their melee weapons. They have two melee weapons. One's got four attacks, one's got three attacks. The one with three attacks made you do mortal wounds on the charge on a two as opposed to a three, which is quite good. But because of the War Chanter buff, which adds plus one damage to your melee attacks, you always probably wanted more attacks rather than having... Uh, one less attack and the mortal wounds now you are absolutely going to take the jagged gore hacker on your gore grunters because they've got two inch reach meaning that when you take units of six you'll be able to reach over the base of the unit like the three in front of you which is really important because of coherency and weapon ranges but most importantly they've got an additional pip of rend which is bonkers their damage is huge see attached graph in conjunction with being able to do the Big War ability, which is a once per game ability for being in Allegiance Iron Jaws, you can take them up to Rend 3, which is amazing considering that you can War Chanter buff them to have damage too. Gorgrunters have to be one of the most aggressively costed and best combat units now that you're going to see in Age of Sigmar, specifically because of the movement from Mighty Destroyers, meaning that they've got a potential move range of 18 inches, not even including teleports. Rally is also going to be really, really effective on them when they're not in, and also the ability to countercharge with these guys. Like, they're crazy, crazy good. If I was an Iron Jaws player, I'd be very, very happy right now. Anyway, thanks for listening. You can find me on Twitch most days talking Age of Sigmar or 40k. Um, we've got a pretty big community hanging out there, which is super cool. And it would be really fun if you wanted to go and join us. You can also find me on Twitter at Six Die Skills, which is super fun uh, if you want to engage with me there as well. Thanks for tuning in and I hope you enjoy your... <sighs> thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy your games of Warhammer or whatever the hell you're doing with your life today. See you soon. Bye.